And welcome everybody to another episode of Smart Money Circle. With me today is a very special guest, Edward Olano, who's Director of Investment Solutions and Portfolio Manager at Weiss Multi-Strategy Advisors with over $4 billion in assets under management. Edward, welcome to the show. Oh, you're muted. I'm muted. Thank you for having me, Adam. My pleasure. So, Edward, we always like to begin. Can you tell us a little about your background and how you got involved in the business? Sure. Uh, my career began in the mid-90s. Uh, I was a research analyst at Citibank Global Asset Management uh, on the asset management side. Uh, I switched over to the hedge fund business, Active Management, in 2000 uh, and have worked there ever since. I joined Weiss in 2005 with Jordy Visser, who's my co-PM and president of the firm. We worked at a macro hedge fund together that he launched in 2003. So I've known him longer than almost anybody in my entire life. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's always a good partnership. Yeah. So um, tell us a little about your fund now. Congratulations on the success. I know it's growing very rapidly. The investment strategy and a little about it so people understand what it is and how to get involved. Sure. So the name of the fund is the Weiss Alternative Multi-Strategy Fund. Uh, it is a mutual fund available in the United States uh, on most of the platforms uh, around the country. Uh, we are an actively managed daily uh, liquid alternative. Uh, okay. We think that we're a very good fixed income replacement or alternative, especially in these volatile times where interest rates are low, but people have fears about what's going on. And it's available to investors to use in their portfolio to diversify their risk. Excellent. So you're fixed income oriented Do you and you're liquid. So do you guys look at um, short term, you have a short term horizon or do you have an intermediate or longer term or how does that come into play the time frame? So that's the crux of the portfolio and that's what distinguishes us from a lot of other uh, hedge funds and mutual funds out there. Uh, the core part of our portfolio is a market neutral portfolio. We have about 20 portfolio managers at Weiss that are all sector and industry specialists. And what they do is they buy and sell names inside of their own individual sub-strategies in order to generate a return that is different than the market or than interest rates. So they're really looking to buy a name that they think will go up and then pair it against a name that they think will go down. They're betting that they can make a return based on dispersion rather than market direction. And utilizing that, what we call core market neutral portfolio, uh, Jordy and I pair that with a defensive and growth strategy, so two separate strategies as well, and we create this mutual fund that provides a risk-adjusted return that we believe is very attractive and that is available to investors uh, as a replacement to fixed income, especially with rates as low as it is. I love it. So next question for you, Edward, is how do you handle risk, and then what mistakes do you see people make with respect to risk management with their investments? Oh, that is the, uh, the key question. So the first way to handle risk at Weiss is to identify risk. Mm -hmm. So one of Jordy's uh, first priorities when he became president and CIO of the firm was to create a data science team that would build out a bunch of tools that allowed both risk management, the allocation committee, and the individual portfolio manager to identify risks in their portfolio. And we want to be very aware of what those risks are uh, we encourage the portfolio managers to take those risks, but we do not really allow them to take those risks persistently. So for short periods of time, they could have a bias towards any particular risk factor, and that could be anything like value, it could be momentum, et cetera. Thereafter, 
uh, we will want to ensure that they're not persistently doing that because that's when risks become concentrated. Got it. No, that makes perfect sense. So in the average, you look at the aggregate as far as the portfolio risk, or do you look at position risks? In other words, I'm not going to risk X percent below my entry, or do you look at it from an overall portfolio weighted where you've got multiple managers and each one's running or, or both? Or how does, how does that come into play? Okay, so the Weiss is a multi-strategy fund. I should mention that it's got a 40-year history dating back to the 70s when our founder, George, uh, began. He's a pioneer in the space. And at the position level, that principally be the portfolio manager evaluating risks in their portfolio. Okay. Uh, what Jordy, as chief investment officer and the risk officer, the chief risk officer, would then do is evaluate the aggregate risk that flows up to the substrategy level. That might be a portfolio in energy or in financials, et cetera. And then when we aggregate all 20 of those substrategies, Jordy and I evaluate that risk all the way up to the fund level that we provide to our investors in the Weiss Alternative Multi-Strategy Fund. No, that makes perfect sense. And then what mistakes do you see people make, Edward, with respect to risk management? So I think the biggest problem that people make when it comes to risk management is not knowing when to let go of winners or losers, uh, kind of having a bias uh, towards a position without actually evaluating the exposure that they're taking. Uh, we tend to want to believe that names that have sold off will come back and that names that are winning will continue forever. Uh, we aggressively champion turnover and dynamic portfolios at Weiss. And what that does is it helps to reduce some of these persistent exposures that occur because of uh, kind of natural biases, love for individual stock ideas. That's a really, really good point. I have a new book that just came out. It's number one on Amazon. It's called Psychological Analysis. And in it, I say you want to date your positions, don't marry them. So it speaks to that very, very well, uh, which is not my term. Other people have said it, but I, I talk about, I expand on that concept. So um, Edward, let's talk about some timeless lessons. What are some timeless lessons you've learned along the way that you'd like to share with the audience? So some timeless lessons. Uh, I've been in the business, as I mentioned, since the mid nineties, which means I've lived through my fair share of of crashes, the internet bubble, the telecom bubble, the financial crisis, uh, COVID now. And I think the secret to all of these is to ensure that, as you just mentioned, you're not married to a position, you're aware of where you think risks will be. We all knew about COVID as a risk prior to the massive sell-off that we saw in March. Right. Uh, so the secret is to, and I think you actually referenced this in one of the interviews I read on Forbes uh, that you did, um, you want to embrace change. Right. You want to ensure that what could happen may happen. Position yourself accordingly so that you don't get caught out and then be in that position to be able to deploy capital afterwards. So when change is coming, rather than getting nervous and, uh, or blind to it, what I would suggest most investors do is raise a little cash if that's the case so that you have some prepared to deploy thereafter. Interesting. I call that in the book also, it's called uh, looking to the right of the chart, which no one, almost nobody does, but the markets are forward looking mechanism. That's right. And be prepared for it. I love that. Okay. Um, that's a really, really, really great point. Okay. What about some timeless mistakes you see people make in addition to not properly understanding or, or defining their risk? What are some others that you'd like to share with the audience? Well, the biggest problem, and we manage portfolios at Weiss uh, and encourage people to manage portfolios at Weiss using three methods of alpha, which is ways of generating uncorrelated return. Uh, we have the standard idiosyncratic alpha, which is you know, valuation and fundamental analysis. We have portfolio construction alpha, which is 
trading and risk management. But what you're asking is what we call behavioral alpha. Mm -hmm. And that is the way that we assess the positions that we have in place and the positions uh, that we're preparing for the future. And what we want to encourage people to do is want to emphasize their winning patterns based on what they've done in the past, looking at new ways to see how their portfolios generated returns historically, but also to minimize losing habits right. that they've encouraged. And that's the biggest thing that's difficult to do if you don't have a good tool set. That's one of the, uh, I think, most important analytical frameworks and tool sets that we have at Weiss is the ability to create a visual learning of portfolio transactions. And that helps us to understand some of these losing patterns that we've had in the past. Again, the biggest losing pattern that we've had in the past with most managers is to think that something that's happened to the left will keep going to the right using your analogy. And it's hard to want to divorce those positions. You need to get in the habit of doing it. I love that. And what about some good winning? You, I love that power of habit is so powerful because we're humans. We're just creatures of habits. You have good habits, you'll succeed. Bad habits, you won't. So what are, those are some of the bad habits. What are some of the good habits that you see people do and or that you've uh, learned along the way? So a good habit is to always be trading around a position. Kind okay. of, uh, I don't know if you follow soccer, World Cup, but Spain sure. plays a type of soccer called tic attack and you always want to be passing the ball around. You always, and you want to pass the ball to where your player is going to be right. so that he can run with it. And what we like to see, and we have tools that evaluate how long the portfolio manager has held a position, how long the portfolio manager uh, has um, existed with a particular factor tilt in their portfolio. And we like to see it dynamically change very aggressively. And as a result of that, when we see managers that are good at turning their books over and moving to where the market will be, that's something that we want to emphasize. I love that. And then what are some, what's some advice you give yourself back in the 90s when you got started or even early 2000s, 20, 30 years ago, or to any 30-year-old, early 20-year-old getting started in the business? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think the best advice that I would give, again, is circling back to that notion of embracing change. I've worn a lot of hats in the industry. I've worked as a fundamental analyst, a quantitative analyst a macro PM, a trader. Uh, here we are again with Weiss Alternative Multi-Strategy Fund. Uh, the secret is you never know what's gonna be around the next corner. And even when life gets you down, when you live through you know, some pretty terrible times like the pandemic now, internet bubble, making money, losing money, just prepare for the opportunities tomorrow because you know with every great crisis comes a great opportunity. And I think if people were a little more optimistic about the future, and what it might hold, uh, I think they would do a lot more of what they're interested in and what makes them happy. And a happy person is a happy manager. So that's that's why I think uh, that's an important lesson. I love that. So how do you handle some of the um, struggles? I love that happy part of it and having the optimistic outlook. When you have a series of losing trades or you're in a drawdown, how do you handle the, that concept and then deal with getting back into the positive mindset and, and not getting bummed, you know, bummed out or whatever the case may be? Well, again, that really goes back to identifying why the problem is happening. And it's important to have that tool set. If you are having underperformance in a portfolio and just kind of circling it back to what we do, uh, if you don't know why it's happening, it can be very frustrating, it can be filled with anxiety, and it can be discomforting to either deploy money into that sell-off or to take the trade-off entirely. Right. However, if you have an understanding that what's happening is not related to uh, the portfolio specifically, but perhaps a broader reflection of 
a portfolio unwinds by a large competitor in the space that's closing down, or perhaps due to some macro factor or exogenous pandemic factor, that might instead be a time where you want to deploy capital. And that takes that anxiety-ridden feeling and actually makes you start to feel a little happier in terms of the opportunity that might present itself now that you understand the problem more completely. That's very smart. So look at the root cause of the problem, like almost cause and effect. What's causing the problem to happen? See if you can address that. That's exactly correct. And know it specifically. Mm -hmm. So our portfolio was filled with over 1,000 positions at any one time. It's very difficult to tease down to one name and say this is responsible for the problem because we don't have one large position. All of our positions are less than 1%. We do not like concentrated risk. Uh, So instead, what we need to do is evaluate what are the broader impacts uh, on the portfolio, understand them fully, and then that puts us in a position to more more comfortably deploy capital to managers. And that's specifically what Jordy does as chief investment officer, along with their allocation committee. They're constantly looking at managers and trying to determine whether to allocate more or less to them, depending on the environment. Got it. Well, I love it. Edward, thank you so much for being on the show. What is the best way for people to learn more about the funds or the fund itself and and everything else you guys offer with the multi-strategy? So you can come to our website, which is gweiss.com. You can look up our ticker, W-E-I-S-X, on Morningstar and learn a little bit more about the strategy. And you can reach out directly to Jenna Roche at Weiss, and uh, she'll teach you everything you need to know about the product. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Edward. We'll see you hopefully again soon. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate it.